Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Outsiders Assemble. We'd like to take this time to remind you that this is not a spoiler-free podcast, and we highly recommend being fully caught up in the MCU in order to enjoy each episode more deeply. We'd also like to ask you to check the description box for trigger warnings, as we do discuss topics that might be upsetting to listeners. If you wish to be part of the discussion, you can follow and DM us on Instagram at Outsiders Assemble. You can follow The Real Luna Rosé on TikTok to join our live sessions and leave a comment. You can email us at outsidersassemblepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voice message via Anchor for a chance to be mentioned in the podcast. Finally, if you wish to show your financial appreciation, you can send a donation through Buy Me a Coffee or subscribe to the podcast via Anchor for just 99 cents a month. Buy Me a Coffee supporters and Anchor subscribers will receive a shout-out at the beginning of each episode during our housekeeping segment. You can find all of our links and social media handles in the description box. There are so many ways to interact with us, and we really appreciate you being here. Now, on to the show! folks welcome to another episode with your hosts luna rose pronouns she they and me alan p Kason, pronouns he him here in outsiders assemble we tackle social issues as they pertain to the marvel universe amplifying the voices of communities that have frequently been overlooked in the fandom housekeeping keeping 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 be sure to check out our description box for social justice spotlight We've got Amnesty International, the Iran Division of the Women's Committee to help the protesters in Iran, the Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund, the link mm. for multiple reproductive rights organizations, mm-hmm. the National Suicide Hotline, which I realized yes. I did not add to our description box for our last couple of videos, so I have to oh. go in and fix that. Oh, okay. My apologies. It will be there momentarily. And also a organization known as trans santa where you can write holiday letters and give gifts to trans and non-binary youth who have no family to celebrate the holidays with and i love that i'm also gonna go ahead and leave a link for volunteer.org so you can find volunteer opportunities this holiday season in your area nice i like that one good call Thank I like you. it. That's good. He's good. And again, if you have any ideas that people can give back this holiday season, send it our way and we'll promote it. Absolutely. Because we're here to help. And have a happy holiday. Yes. You know, Hanukkah has started. Yes. Happy that, Hanukkah that to was, our Jewish listeners. That was today, right? Wait. I believe so. I think yeah. it started last night. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Blessed Yule to my fellow pagans out there. Winter solstice is in a couple days. Yeah. And Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. And all, any other holiday that you celebrate. Yeah. Enjoy. Ha- enjoy. Happy New Year. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll be bringing in the New Year here very shortly. I believe mm. this is going to be our last podcast of 2022 it is because next week is christmas and the whole holiday season it just comes to a head and we're not doing it we're (laughs) we we got things to do yeah we also celebrate the holidays and we do 
We have families that we like to celebrate it with. <laughs> Weird. Crazy. Go figure. Oh, yeah. So we will be taking a break. We will indeed, but we'll miss you, but we'll be back coming on strong doing, well, we'll be, we're going to be doing, doing Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a while. <laughs> for the next, like, six weeks, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. And then we get to do Thor the Dark World. Yep. And then some more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, my goodness. I and then know. Captain America. America. The yeah. Winter Soldier. Woo! Uh, okay, yeah. Counting down the days before <laughs> I get to talk about Bucky again. <laughs> yep, here it comes. You're going to love that episode, guys. <laughs> that movie was an awakening for 16-year-old me. <laughs> Listen, there's a whole story there. I'll get to it. You'll... Love it. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> Should we get started on the episode? I guess. We might as well. Jeez. Wow, I'm not even tipsy yet. I know, that's unfortunate. I, yeah. Yeah. You I should do. buy more alcohol. I should buy more alcohol. That's a dang shame that there isn't more. Well, actually there is, but we'll talk about that in a bit. All right, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll talk about <laughs> more alcohol in yes. a minute. <laughs> yes, we shall. In the meantime, yeah, episode two. Um, Season one, episode two. Yeah. 084. Hmm, what is that, you ask? We'll find out right after this. <clears throat> I mean, technically we don't find out. We don't know exactly what it is, but we know what the description is. Yes. The, yes. The whole point of 084 is that we don't know what it is. Yes. Yeah. 084 could be a whole lot of different things. It can. It could be, well... A hammer. <laughs> it could be a hammer. It could be the Tesseract. It could be... The ether. Yeah. It could be all kinds of cool things. 084 is basically stuff that nobody knows what it is. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit during this fun episode as the team is starting to coalesce a little bit i like this episode <laughs> i think you know the pilot was good mm -hmm. it established all the characters yep. and now we're into episode two and now like now we're getting the ball rolling here yeah yeah and you can i, I can see how these character arcs are going to be very interesting to mm -hmm. uh, go through and see who goes where I also just remembered that this show was created by Joss Whedon. Uh-huh. It, it was like one of the last shows to be made by Joss Whedon before mm. he fell from grace, uh, yeah. uh, to put it nicely. That is a very nice way of putting that. In fact, interestingly enough, this show got canceled shortly after things started to come to light about him. <laughs> Yeah. I think the, the Justice League stuff came to light in the summer of 2020, and then the show was canceled like a month later. Yep. Yep. So they basically went, okay, we can't work with this anymore. I mean, there were a lot of different factors that led up to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ending. The, the ratings started to drop yeah. after season one. Like, the ratings were dropping with each season. Yeah. which So that played moment. a huge role. Yeah, that was Also, MCU, man... Mm-hmm. They no longer wanted Agents of Shield to be canon. Yeah. But so that also played a role. And I think I think just the Joss Whedon stuff 
was like nail in the coffin. Yeah, that was like, yeah, we're done. (laughs) Mm, Speaking of people who bad things have come to light about, Weinstein today. Oh, yeah? What about him? Found guilty. Well, we knew that. <laughs> well, we already, we already knew that, but it's now... I mean, he's already serving that sentence, and it's, he's in poor and failing health. Basically, he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Good. Yeah, because he was horrible and abusive and definitely misuse of abusive power. Absolutely. So, yeah, good. You know, that he's the... I mean, how horrible are you to spark a movement like Me Too? He's basically the reason Me Too started blowing up, because he was so awful. Which is pretty crazy, because he is far from the first person to abuse his power. Oh, yeah. But it just got brought to light. It's it's just astounding that it went on for this long. <laughs> and unfortunately, not astounding. That's the sad part. But I'm glad that that happened, and it gives people pause who act in that fashion. It's like, yeah, if this big, powerful dude can be thrown in jail for the rest of his life, so can you if you're a dish. I mean, yes, it's huge. Mm-hmm. We knocked out, like, I would say the three, the big three of Me Too, mm-hmm. as I guess that's a good way to put it. Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, yep. and R. Kelly. Yeah. Those yep. were like the big three that were in all the articles and documentaries were made about them at the height of me too and all three of them have been knocked down yeah yeah which is a big freaking deal it's huge yeah so really glad to hear that so yeah so i saw that um i saw that earlier today it popped up on my feed i was like oh yeah sucker now let's get rid of I i don't know the rest of them yeah let's work on it we got this you know it's a start and there's a long way to go <sighs> All right. Let's do this. So now thing. we got that out of the way. Previously yeah. on Agents of Shield. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sky, member of the Rising Tide, tried mm-hmm. to recruit a superpowered person. Didn't work out. She yep. uh, is now getting recruited by Shield after she helped them with that situation. Mm-hmm. And pretty much right after Coulson offered her a job they get a call about an oh four yeah. and he's just like you want to help us with this other thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like well how invested are you you want to know the real truth here you go boom yeah and so. that's where we left off yep so we start this episode off with a the, nice little flight mm-hmm, the bus which that okay i love that thing it's just so freaking cool. It's like Air Force One, bam, the bus, so much better. Anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, we, we see the bus flying, and we go inside of the bus. Yes. Get on the bus. And we hear Colson saying <laughs> it's going to be... Clear skies from here on out. And immediately as soon as he says that... <laughs> Boom! Like, I, like... <laughs> I, I, I even, like, mentioned, just like, don't say that. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> don't, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't no. jinx it. You just jinxed it, dude. <laughs> Why? So, 
There was an explosion on the plane. Yep. And They're in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Colson's about to fly out the a big old hole in the side of this gorgeous plane, which, you know, was sad. But, and then... And that that's the opening. Then yeah. we cut to, like, the opening credits. <laughs> yeah, opening credits. Then the next thing is, like, 19 hours earlier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 19 hours earlier, Sky was unloading her stuff. She got <laughs> she got like a box and she got her suitcase. Uh-huh. It's like literally just stuff that you have when you're living in a van. Basically, yes. <laughs> Down by the river. Wait, no, no, that's a different skit. <laughs> and Ward is talking with Colson, saying, mm. "This girl is a risk," referring to Sky. She isn't qualified to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. I mean, he's not wrong, but see, Coulson goes beyond the... Beyond the she's like a master hacker, though. I think that's yeah. a pretty good qualifier. Oh, yeah, she's brilliant as far as that's concerned. It's just, uh, Ward's like a trained agent, and he's like, she hasn't gone through the training, she doesn't know the stuff, and Coulson's like, she doesn't... What does he say? She doesn't think like us. Or something like that. He does say that, and he also says, that's why I'm not recruiting her as an agent. I'm recruiting her as a consultant. Boom. There you go. So you can get around that loophole. Loophole. (laughs) And Ward says to him, you brought me on as risk assessment. She is a risk. Yeah. So, Ward is not a fan of Sky. No. At all. Although, as evidenced in the last uh, episode, when he was injected with truth serum, he does think she's beautiful. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing about remembering that this show was created by Joss Whedon. Uh-huh. I'm going to be paying way more attention to how the men and women in the show interact with each other mm-hmm. going forward. Because mm-hmm. there's a theme in Joss Whedon's work uh-huh. with both the male characters and the female characters. Yeah. So I think, I think it's important to pay attention to that going forward. Okay. So, yeah. I I just have a bad feeling about Ward. Mm-hmm. He's giving me bad vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say it in a way that he can understand. He's very attractive, but I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. <clears throat> so... Coulson's kind of rebriefing what's going on. They've been called to investigate in 084. And Ward is just like, yeah, and Sky doesn't know what that means. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, she doesn't know the lingo and shit. Yeah. And Coulson's just like, an 804 means we don't no, know what that means. <laughs> Fact. So I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the whole thing. Basically, it's um, unidentified... Not flying objects, but just objects that are found around the world that no one can explain their existence. That's what an 084 is. Something exactly. like that. Mm. And uh, on the other hand, mm-hmm. on the opposite side of the coin, we've got Fitz and Simmons, the two scientists who are so excited to have Sky around. <laughs> 
They, like, they're helping her get settled in. They're, like, taking her stuff and, like, putting it in her bunk. <laughs> I love it. They like her. <laughs> I mean, what's not like? Well, she is a, she's a computer genius. Who, That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll find interesting things about her. But, um. They're yeah. like, finally someone we can talk to about this stuff. <laughs> but then also, they are, she's street genius. They're school genius. I think they went to Cambridge or something. But, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, Ward goes up to Skye and hands her this manual. He's like, you're going to have to read this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just the way Ward speaks to her just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Well... I feel like, at least at this point in the series, his dynamic is just that he just does not like an untrained operative being in him, with him in the field, which I can understand because someone who doesn't know what they're doing when you're out in the field can get you killed. So, But how would he feel about a man with no field experience being recruited? A guy like Ward, same. I feel he'd be the same. You think same. so? Yeah. Cause, well, because I was saying, like, technically, Fitz doesn't really have field experience either, because he is more oh, of yeah. a scientist. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't, yeah, but just, he doesn't like them either, being in the field, because he talks to Coulson about that, That's, too. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. He's like, nah. I No. We, we're, like, you know, out in the field, and you've got a couple of scientists who have no field experience and someone who's not even a shield agent. So basically he doesn't like anybody who is a soldier, I guess. I don't he's, know. He's just a lone wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how he was trained. He was trained to be a lone wolf. He's like a basically shield version of Rambo. Yeah. And that's a good way to put it. Mm. So <clears throat> Coulson is checking up on Sky and kind of making sure like she's okay yeah. uh, with this mission. And she's just like, oh, yeah, it's fine. How hard can it be? <laughs> and <laughs> she also kind of teases him about, um, she's like, oh, you sure you're going to be okay for this? And uh, it's, I think last I heard you were shot during your last field mission. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah. he kind of talks about like, yeah, I mean, I, I was stabbed by an Asgardian. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, stabbed through the heart, and yeah. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, NBD, it's fine. <laughs> and then they, like, are going over to a table on the plane, and Sky is holding this water bottle, and she's about to set it down, and Coulson grabs a coaster and puts it in, and she's just, he's just like, please, use, use that. He's a coaster. <laughs> he's a coaster guy. <laughs> <laughs> My stepmom is also a coaster person. Oh, yeah? <laughs> She's yeah. like, please use the coasters that I bought. <laughs> it's like, okay. <sighs> hey, nothing wrong with a good coaster. <laughs> Especially if they're pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So she puts the water bottle on the coaster. Mm -hmm. And Coulson basically really briefs her, so... Basically, 084, it's an object of unknown origin, kind of like you. <laughs> yeah. That, hmm. Basically, we go over there, investigate what it is, and we determine if it's useful or if it's a threat. Yeah. 
and it it can be all kinds of things. Like yeah. you never know what you're gonna find. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> last time was pretty interesting. Well, you know, yeah, it's like you think about I don't know. You think about like yeah, is it useful or a threat <laughs> or both? But is also a thing. Yeah, it could very easily be both. In well. which case, would give Shield the authority to use it? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a double-edged sword, right there. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna be seeing some problems with Shield, uh -huh. some early warning signs I in these so. in these early episodes. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some sus stuff going on. This is one of them. The the 084, just the concept of it, seems kind of sus. Uh-huh. They're, they're going in, in just any given part of the world, to check out a random object. Yeah. And they're deciding... Yeah, how do you... How do they have the authority to just go into... Probably another country to yeah. decide if something is useful or a threat. If they decide that it's useful, they're just gonna take it and yeah. use it and like use it for their own gain. And that is my yeah, and that's problematic. You think about the fact that you're in sovereign territory. You're in another country. I mean, and until we become one world, that's a problem. Um so, you know, what are the countries going to let them do this? And if so, why? Well, we're going to find out later in this episode. Uh -huh. But if they decide that it's a threat, mm. again, they're just going to take it. Yeah. And like you said, if it's both. Yeah. Are they going to use it as a weapon or are they going to get rid of it? What are they going to do? Huh. And can they be trusted to get rid of something that they perceive as a threat uh, i don't know man anything that they find especially if they discover it has a lot of power it'd be very tempting to hold on to it so it's hard for me to picture shield getting rid of something that could be used as a deterrent we'll call it that uh, so yeah it, it, interesting stuff interesting things to think about mm -hmm. interesting themes that we'll definitely be exploring as the show goes on mm-hmm so yeah, Colson just says, "Yeah, last time we found 084, it was pretty interesting, actually." And this guy's like, "What was it?" And he's like, "A hammer." Uh -huh. <laughs> we all remember Arizona. <laughs> We've talked about that, the hammer, and we know we know, hopefully you know we're talking about Mulder. Just saying. All right. <laughs> yeah, you know this very powerful. As Norse Gar object. Oh yeah, this this Asgardian weapon created by Idri and the rest of the the, the uh, dwarves over at uh, over um. Oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of their planet. Metavalir or something. Metavalir. What are you talking about? Where where the Uru metal was melted and created Molnir and Stormbreaker and all those kind of things. Oh, um, um I'm totally blanking out on Meta that now. Ne Neva. Nevadilir or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, I but anyway, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's where Mulner. That has nothing to do with this story, but yeah, the hammer. 
Yeah, the one that crashed into Earth, and mm-hmm. nobody in on Earth could move it. <laughs> Not even a pickup truck. That was funny. <laughs> it's like the whole truck fell apart. <laughs> and it was being driven by Stan Lee. <laughs> Love that. It's true, it was. Ah, <laughs> oh, Stan. Even Stan couldn't lift it. <laughs> you know, and you would think if anyone could, it'd be Stan. But, nope. I mean... <laughs> He was a creepy old man in his own right. Yeah. So it makes sense that he wasn't worthy. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, they land in an Incan archaeological site in Peru. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're checking this place out, and Fitz and Simmons are so excited. They are just, like, beside themselves. Ooh, and then they start talking about all the creatures that they want to see and yeah and it's like, like oh there's 32 different species of monkeys like <laughs> really there's like 50 species of snakes here <laughs> it's like oh yeah i yeah, i don't know if you noticed it but fitz was not happy when she mentioned the snakes he's afraid of snakes huh <laughs> I, i'm guessing because then she very quickly afterwards says oh but you know you're much more likely to have problems with earthquakes than with snakes <laughs> it's like mm, in peru <clears throat> I don't I, know. I don't know. Maybe? Does Peru get a lot of earthquakes? I have no idea. You know, that's a good question. I should look that up. I know. I feel like, you know, it's weird. There's these little rectangular devices that we keep in our pockets that actually give you all kinds of information. I do want to know about the monkeys and snakes. Hmm. Well, monkeys are fun, but they're also really strong. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was in Gibraltar with my family years ago. And Gibraltar's known for um, this one place where you can actually hold a monkey. Well, mm-hmm. the the way you do it, you don't actually hold the monkey like you would hold a cat mm-hmm. or a dog. What you do is you give them food, and oh. then they'll kind of just perch themselves on your arm, kind of like a parrot. Oh, wow. Except way bigger. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's... That's cool. You have to experience that? That's neat. It was really cool. And yeah, these monkeys are so freaking strong. Uh-huh. They just they just snatch the food right out of your hand. Uh-huh. And if you make one wrong move, they'll start pulling your hair. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. No and that the, hurts. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. I don't want that. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. No, they don't. <clears throat> so they find this giant Incan temple. Mm-hmm. And Sky is wondering, like, shouldn't we warn the native people here about mm. what's going on? And Coulson is basically, no, the less people know about this, the better. <laughs> so they're essentially invading another country mm-hmm. uh, on government business and not telling the locals why. Mm. Yeah. No information being given. <clears throat> and I, I, I was, I was trying to remember if the temple they go to, well, Incan temples in mm-hmm. Peru are very sacred. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a problem. Uh, like this is, this is a pretty, like this is a historical site. Yeah. That they're coming in on. Yeah, and basically invading. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, there, there's some problems there. Mm-hmm. 
But they do meet with an archaeologist, a local archaeologist who, like, made the call. Yeah. And, like, he's the one who found this 084. So they they were invited to come look at this thing, but... Which, I mean, I get that, because, you know, you can call in scientists from all around the world to look at things that are weird that you can't explain or understand. So I guess they were technically invited by someone from that country, but it's shield so i don't know it's complicated uh-huh so they go in <clears throat> and they find this 084 which appears to be some sort of bomb or detonator yeah it's, it's uh, a yeah it's a silver box with some flashing blue mhm and little buttons on it and stuff like that and it is embedded in the rock in the rock wall of this cave that they're in. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like it was built into this temple. Strange. Hmm. So, Colson asks, does anybody else know about this? And the archaeologist says, just the ministry knows. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Colson says, all right, we're going to need to evacuate the site until we can figure out what this is and mm-hmm. how to extract it. Yep. And Sky is like, reaching for it. Because, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sh- shiny thing that's flashing, so yeah. obviously you got to touch it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, ooh. And Fitz, Fitz? Yes. yes. Fitz says, no, 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 no. 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 Don't even think about it. No touchy. Cusco. So... Fitz and Simmons are scanning this thing, and they find out that it appears to have been there for 1,500 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is about how old Thor is at this point. Yeah, and they're like, it's older. Well, it's not older than, but it's been there a long time. And they're they're trying to figure out how it got there and how it embedded itself yeah how did it get there how did it embed itself into this incan temple yeah how like who came up with this kind of technology yeah uh a thousand years ago huh yeah what's going on there i i that's why that's kind of why i thought of asgard Mm -hmm. because they're so much more advanced than oh yeah and yeah about 1500 yeah you're right because that's how you're right yeah that's Thor's age. Yeah. <laughs> Around 1500. Roughly speaking. Looks pretty good for an old guy. He sure does. <laughs> it's, it's Chris Hemsworth. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Ward and May are outside mm. keeping watch. And Ward is definitely a low-key fan of May. Mm-hmm. She's kind of a legend in S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. He, I think, like, kind of fans over her, but still trying to, you know, be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. And he refers to her as the Calvary. Ooh. To which mm-hmm. she, immediately, she, she immediately takes issue and says, don't call me that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then, but then he's still gushing a little bit, so he keeps talking about, oh yeah, I read about you and all the stuff you did in, in Bahrain and all that. And 
she's just being silent. And yeah, very deadpan yeah. and stoic. And not happy to be talking about this specific subject, apparently. It's clearly a sensitive topic for her. Uh-huh. And then Ward says to her, it was smart of Coulson to take you out of retirement. Uh-huh. And then they're immediately attacked. Yeah. Now, I like that there was a very cool thing in those happening there, and I think they both knew because they're such they're so highly trained. Because while he's sitting there having this casual conversation, oh, yeah, I read about... All of a sudden, he see him reach into the bushes and grab some dude that was hiding there that no one could see, and which which establishes he's a badass. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then they start getting attacked. And, and May is, like, knocking them out. Oh, like, my gosh. In, like, two seconds. Oh, yeah, and the way she disarms... These guys, these guys come at her with guns. She disarms the first guy, knocks him out. Second guy comes. She disarms him knocks him out and then she has that cool moment of the the guns on the two people she just like kicked ass on it was uh, a really cool shot yeah ford makes them like smart ass comment like uh-huh. oh we should have brought more guns <laughs> and it's like are you sure you have like so many guns <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're, you got like an arsenal on the bus but yeah um yeah because basically they take out the ones that they see and then all of a sudden they're surrounded by a bunch of military folk. Yeah. So they warn Coulson about what's happening. And Sky mentions like, oh, it sounds like rebels mm-hmm. in Peru. And Coulson's just like, I'm going to go out there and help them. You guys figure this out. Nope. So he goes out and is talking to um, the people mm-hmm. in Spanish. Yeah. So we know now that Coulson's bilingual, at least. At least. Uh-huh. He probably speaks like 20 languages because <laughs> he's so cool like that. <laughs> yeah, right? So, yeah. turns out he knows the leader mm-hmm. of this group. Yes. Camilla Reyes. Yeah, the the commandant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they recognize each other and she tells them to back down. Mm-hmm. And then... They greet each other by kissing on the cheek and also the mouth a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like, hmm, what's happening there? And it's interesting because at that point, I feel like May is looking like and scoffing like, whatever. and Which makes me wonder what's going on there. And then, of course. Oh, she's so jealous. Yeah, what's that all about? But she's trying not to show it. Well, she has a poker face like no other. <laughs> so Apparently not that much of a poker face, because I could tell she was jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. I, yeah. nah. Well, she kind of like rolls, their, rolls her eyes at them. Uh-huh. Like, ugh. Yeah, that's true. So, Coulson and Ryze, they, uh, they're all colleagues. Mm-hmm. They used to work together. Uh-huh. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> I, I think working. so. I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, working. Yeah, mm. it, I, it just it occurs to me, Coulson's got it. He does. That boy's a player. So in the first two episodes, we've, we've got two women uh-huh. who have a history with this guy. I know, it's like, this guy, what the heck? <laughs> 
charmer. He's just so cool. Like, I would date Coulson, probably. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's charming. He's cool. He's got it going on. Gotta love that. Yeah, it, it, there's just, there's just, like, something about him where, like, he's very charming, very cool. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's, like, confident-ish. Yeah. But... But awkward. Also awkward. Yeah. Uh, not always very confident in his coolness. <laughs> yeah, and which actually and works. also kind of a kind of a nerd, total fanboy. Yeah. Asks uh, Captain America for his autograph, <laughs> and shows his very selective Avengers mm-hmm. trading cards. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh boy! Yeah. So I don't know. You're looking at this. Everybody winds up on the plane. The bus, and uh, right. Well, yeah. before that, so Rias obviously knows about the 084. Oh yeah, and she knows Coulson is after it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. So the others are still like checking on it. It's got a, a full functioning power source. Mm-hmm. Ward comes in and is warning them, like, "Hey, the national police are here." Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, why? What? What? Well, why, what, what do they, they want? Yeah. <laughs> and Sky's mentioning how, you know, there's been an uprising in Peru, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're trying to overthrow the government, guys. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. says to a bunch of government uh-huh. officials. <laughs> <laughs> Fight the power. Oh, wait. You are the power. Oops. <laughs> and Ward is just like, what the hell? And she's just like, I mean, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terrible. Just terrible. Ah. Oh, man. And then uh, he's like, okay, how fast can we get this thing out of here? And they're just like, and Fitz and Simmons are both like, well, it's very fragile, so mm-hmm. it might take a while. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, like, how, like, what... Mm. <laughs> like what do you want to like what do you want us to do? Like is there gonna be a problem if we don't get it out of here immediately? Hmm. And Ward says, Not as long as, as ever not as long as everyone is doing their job, and he turns to Sky and says, Which reminds me, what is your job again? Oof. Yeah, which is definitely an attack on he doesn't like her. I mean He doesn't like any of them, but it's the specific way that he is really going after Sky that mm-hmm. really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. And this is a thing that I have noticed in Joss Whedon's work is mm-hmm. well, first of all, Joss Whedon's got mommy issues. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very apparent in his work. Yeah. Um, and second of all, I think Joss Whedon likes to simultaneously be dominated by these super powerful, sexually attractive women and also knock them down a peg. Hmm. And I, I, I'm feeling that dynamic between Ward and Sky right now. So you think uh, Whedon's projecting a little bit in his... I think so. Yeah, okay. He, Interesting. He's known for his self-insert characters. In mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it was Xander. Yeah. In uh, The Avengers and in Age of Ultron, it's Bruce Banner a little bit. Hmm. Okay. And I 
think I... I haven't watched the show in a long time, especially these early ones. Mm-hmm. I'm sensing that in this show, it's Ward. Ah, uh, okay. It, like, I think Ward is the kind of man that Joss Whedon wants to be. Ah, uh, okay. Interesting. I can see that, considering his body of work. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think I think you're right that Ward would prefer to lo- work alone. He doesn't like any of these people. No. But he's really like directing most of his meanness to mm. the woman that he's attracted to. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. God, what a what a weird dynamic that is. Which is which they I think they've done studies on like on real life men mm-hmm. where men tend, uh, I get, I hate, I, I hate to go the route of like, Oh, if he's mean to you, it's because he likes you. I uh. hate that shit. Uh, we should not be saying that to young girls. Right. Cause it sets them up to stay in abusive relationships as adults. Uh-huh. But they have done studies where, um, the men who, act like the most misogynistic to mm-hmm. uh like certain types of women or they act super duper homophobic mm-hmm. they like they've done studies where like they show them images of say like um i guess women that they perceive as promiscuous like mm-hmm. the the ones that they get really excited by yeah uh and like you can, they, they you can see like their brain scans, like they're getting aroused by uh, the more scandalous looking women. Huh. And okay. they're like, no, gross. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's the same thing with the men who were like the most vehemently homophobic, where yeah. they showed them pictures of like, uh, of gay porn, mm-hmm. and. They were the most aroused, like the super homophobic men. Interesting. Okay, so they're just like kind of trying to mask or cover up their actual desires or feelings. Yeah, I definitely Mm. think there's a bit of that going on with Ward. Mm -hmm. He already admitted that he's attracted to Skye. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to mask it right now by trying to knock her down a peg. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. So, Reyes is asking Coulson if they can just leave the 084 here and she can take care of it. Uh And Coulson is wanting to go the route of, let's work together on this. Uh Let's negotiate. (laughs) Let's make a deal. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. And then there's an explosion, like, right after. Oh, yeah. And... Ward is just like, uh, we're in trouble. Like, this thing's going to collapse. We got to mm-hmm. go. And Fitz and Simmons are kind of like, we don't know. The, the 084, we, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Ward just walks over there and yanks it out. Yep. And Fitz is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, they're trying to warn him, like, this thing is fragile. Uh-huh. And, and Like, it could sensitive. go off. Yeah, yeah, it's sensitive. It could go off at any moment. Like, I don't, yeah. like it won't do well with sudden movements like that. And Ward just like ignores all of it. Yeah, and just grabs it and basically gets the job done. That's his whole 
dynamic, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. <clears throat> yeah, he's very much a go-getter. He wa- he just wants to get the job done. Yeah. To the to the point where he's not listening to the experts <laughs> on his team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, is the running theme that we have noticed in yeah. Marvel mm-hmm. and beyond <laughs> where the military army dudes don't want to listen to the scientists. <laughs> yeah, and that's like you see that all the time. And it never ends well, but Mm-mm. okay, yeah. So they're running out, and yeah, you know, like everyone's running away, and Ward like takes like an explosive and like sets it off. Yeah. May like went and got a car. Yeah. And she rolls up and is like, "Everyone get in!" <laughs> and then she drives off. And they're being chased by uh, people. Yeah. And Fitz's warning to, like, slow the car down because <laughs> the 084 is so fragile and overheats easily. Uh-huh. And he, he's just really, really worried that it's going to explode. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna spontaneously combust and they're all going to die. I mean, that's a fair thing to be concerned about. You know. It's a very fair thing to be concerned about, but they're also just like, slow down, we're getting fucking chased, bruh. <laughs> oh, and that's where we kind of get into the whole, okay, there's a time for analytics and there's a time for action. And right now you're getting shot at, so. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Simmons is just like, oh, I know how we can cool it down. I'll roll, roll down, down my window. window. <laughs> and then there's gunfire and bullets. It's like, don't roll down the window. <laughs> These guys are obviously scientists and not field agents. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they don't really have the luxury of being careful with this thing right now. Oh my god! Mm. But they make it to safety. They they make it back to the plane. Yeah, the bus. The bus. The bus. We like the bus. Bus. Luckily, the 084 has not spontaneously combusted. Which is a good thing, because, you know, Yet. we don't want explosions. So, Fitz and Simmons are checking on it, and what they find out hmm. is, uh... Oh, by the way, uh, Reyes and her men were saved as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, they made it on the plane. Yep, they're on there. And so, Fitz is explaining that this 084 has tesseract energy. Uh-huh. That's why it's glowing blue. Yeah, that's a problem. And uh, it also kind of has lethal amounts of gamma radiation. Well, yeah, that can be a problem. That's not very good. No. Uh, we have experienced the gamma radiation. We have a big green guy because of it. Yeah, we don't want any more green people no. running around no, because got, of this mission. <laughs> no, we got a Hulk green person. We have an Abomination green person. And we have, well, we have, we have a the She-Hulk. She-Hulk who's but also, she's cool now. But she's cool. And hopefully coming up soon, we have the leader. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So basically, gamma radiation bed. Yeah. No good. We don't mm-hmm. want it. Nope. So, Coulson relates this back to the higher-ups, mm-hmm. and he approaches May and apologizes to her for the unexpected combat, because <laughs> mm-hmm. remember, she didn't 
She didn't want any combat. Yeah, that's her whole thing. She says, no, I'm done with that. She didn't want it. May is not happy at this point. Yeah, she's just driving the plane. Mm -hmm. And not talking. She is not (laughs) speaking a word. Nope, nope. And he's just like, I am so sorry for the unexpected combat. I didn't mean to rope you into that. Uh Uh-huh. Do you need anything before I go check on the others? And she just gives him nothing. <laughs> nothing, zero. She basically clicks a switch. I'm guessing it's part of the autopilot program. And Colson's like, okay, this was fun. I'm going to go now. <laughs> I, I think that was the right call, Colson. Mm, yeah. that's You don't want to mess with that. I mean... This has got to be awkward as fuck for her. She Uh, got roped into a mission that she had to be talked into. She was mm -hmm. promised that she wouldn't have to do any combat. She would just be the getaway car, basically. Yeah, she's the driver. That didn't end up happening. She did end up having to be back in combat. And now she's basically in the same vicinity as another woman that Coulson Mm. has a history with. Mm. So um, that. She's not in a very good mood, to no, say the least. She is not happy. <laughs> not so, even a little bit. <laughs> no. You don't want anybody looking at you the way she just looked at Colson. No, now. you're no. That's the worst look. I hate that look. <laughs> so Simmons says that the 084 is stable for the time being. Uh-huh. Very lucky with that. Yeah. She's definitely very nervous hmm. still because she's just like, it's stable for now. I mean, that doesn't guarantee it'll stay that way. <laughs> I mean, this is so much radiation, so much energy. I mean, anything could happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, she's really not helping as far as keeping people calm. It's like, I'm definitely not regretting going into the field and instead of staying in the lab. And uh, you can tell she's totally been, she's shaken. Is what happened. She's never been in a firefight. She all the things that just happened to her are brand new, and she's freaking out. Understandable. Yep. yep. Firefights are not fun. So Fitz is not happy with Ward because mm-hmm. he could have gotten them killed. <laughs> yeah. And he just like you just think you know everything and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and. Ward is just like, me? You think you know everything. <laughs> Such a little kid fight. I know, right? She's like, you! you. No, you! <laughs> you! <No>, you. <laughs> Coulson is checking in with uh, with Camilla and mm-hmm. her soldiers. And you know, they're, they're all okay, all things considered. And yeah. one of them asks, like, hey, is there anywhere I could get a drink around mm-hmm. here? <laughs> Oh, yeah. And yeah. he leaves them all upstairs to uh, get some drinks. There you go. Uh, and then... Ooh, I lost my notes for a second. Just give me one second. <laughs> it happens. Then Coulson goes to check on Warden Fitz. He, like, walks in in uh-huh. the middle of their argument. And... Yeah, it, it's it's a whole mess. Uh-huh. Uh, he's just like, everything okay in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're screaming at each other. And... 
They're like at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. And then Colson walks in. He, you know, and that's the other thing. He's got that nerdy thing and he's charming and all that, but he has a very strong air of authority. It's true. He yeah. does. Because basically he just walks in and they're like, no, sir, we're good. We're fine. Just having a hard time communicating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ward does make like some sort of snide comment, uh-huh. which prompts Colson to say, well, he got out. Mm-hmm. Nobody died. In fact, we saved some people. Yeah. I think we did all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Skye is just laughing at all of this uh-huh. and just calls them all out. She's just like, is this your first mission together? Like, what, what's happening here? And Simmons is like, no, it's our second. <laughs> and Sky puts it together right away. So, okay, so your first wish mission was getting me. Okay, got it. That's cute. <sighs> yeah, and then she's just like, mm. yeah, this, this is falling apart really quickly, and I might as well be captain. <laughs> <laughs> Team captain! Oh, God. Are we picking sides in dodgeball? What's happening here? Um... Yeah, and she's just like, all of you hate each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like you're not getting along. Like, nope. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I should be leading this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Ward responds like, well, I am a specialist, uh, and I could have done a much better job alone. I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Well, there are those soldiers that are literally trained to do it all themselves. But yeah, well, like, it's like Coulson said, like, everyone got, like, everyone made it out alive. Yeah. And they even saved some people. What do you mean you could have done a better job? Tr- like, yeah. fuck off. It's a good mission. And yeah. Fitz and Simmons both obviously take offense to this. They're just like, uh, excuse me, who was, who were the ones to, uh. <laughs> yeah, who does, yeah, basically they're saying who designs, who's designing those weapons you're using. Da-da-da-da, you are not alone in this. If it weren't fresh, you'd be out there butt naked doing nothing. <laughs> so that like, is what they said. Mm-hmm. That is exactly how the conversation went. Lord, <laughs> yeah. you would be butt naked with nothing without uh, these scientists that, that you're true. shitting on. And that's what teamwork is. Teamwork makes the dream work. Which is basically what Colson says. Yeah. He's literally just like, look, you've all got a thing. That you're good at. Mm-hmm. Work it out. And then yeah. he leaves. I Because he really does qualify. He actually qualifies Ward, too. He says, Ward, it's not enough. He speaks six languages. You have two PhDs in things that I can't even pronounce. And then he looks at Fitz. Or, no, Simmons. because mm-hmm. you are literally a rocket scientist. <laughs> Which I like that because he basically qualified all of them in front of each other. It's yeah. like, look... You all kick ass. Figure this. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, figure, figure this out. Figure it out. <laughs> and as he's leaving, because he said nothing about Sky, and she's like, I'm good at stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. She's street. She knows what to do. She she thinks outside of the shield box, which is why Colson has her there. Uh, yeah. She's for the people. Mm-hmm. Fight the power. Exactly. So, then we get, like, a solemn scene late at night of her at her bunk, and she sets up, like, this hula girl on her window. Mm -hmm. 
And then we cut to Coulson and Reyes hanging out. Hmm. Uh, they're going upstairs for mm. a drink. Yeah. Maybe more than just a drink, but only time will tell. Oh, yeah. So Fitz and Simmons are starting the 084 and basically reiterating how mm. super duper dangerous that it is. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> He's like, oh my god, look at all this Tesseract energy and the gamma radiation. Like, oh my god, like it embedded itself into this freaking temple. Imagine what it could do to a person. <laughs> yeah. Or a plane. Or a planet. Hmm? Oh. Yikes. No. Nah. Well. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> so, Ward is reading a book. Uh-huh. Sky approaches him and she's like, what are you reading, The Hunger Games? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Well, he should read The Hunger Games because it's a good book. Yeah. But no, what he's reading is called Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that it was recommended to him by his S.O., and Sky kind of gives him a look. It's like, uh... Supervising officer? Supervising officer. Yeah. Not yeah. the other SO. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Sky is like, well, can I offer you a distraction? And she's like holding up some alcohol. Uh-huh. And she's like, look, the thing I said before about the uprising being awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, yeah, what about it? <laughs> And Sky says, "Look, I, I just, I'm just saying that Peruvians uh, are organizing for the first time in decades. Yeah, and it's mind blowing to see. Yeah, so there's some good things happening for the political climate, inequality, and all that kind of stuff in Peru. Apparently, because there's an oppressive regime there, and yeah. it's starting to come to an end. And that's the part that she likes. I do actually want to." very quickly look up what that was in reference to because I I don't know a lot about Peru or its mm-hmm. history. Okay. So Peru has been in a state of political unrest for a long time now. Yeah. It uh that's not really new and it, yeah. it was that way at the time the show was running. Mm-hmm. It has kind of come to a head more recently like in the last year okay uh, i don't want to speak on it too too much because i really don't know that much about it and i don't want to get anything wrong or spread misinformation right. if there's anybody from peru or with peruvian descent who can speak on this feel free to uh chime in yeah we'd love to hear from you and Anyone who's not Peruvian listening, I would recommend uh, trying to find some Peruvian people on TikTok or any other social media. Definitely do your own research. Yep. Absolutely. So, but basically, you know, it's not great. Hmm. A lot of a lot of presidents of Peru have been overthrown. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, tourists have recently been evacuated from Machu Picchu. And 
yeah, there, there's just a lot going on there. Jeez, yeah. That's... So this this plot that's going on with like a Peruvian uprising in this episode, it it's not coming out of nowhere. I yeah. don't think. Yeah, no, it's actually something that was probably starting when this was happening. So it was it was a current event. Basically, yeah. 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 The which was really interesting that they were touching on current events like that. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't know enough about what's going on in Peru to really speak on it and whether they portrayed it accurately or respectfully. Hmm. Oh, it'd be nice to hear from anyone who would know something more about that. So feel free to chime in. Yeah. Mm. So like, yeah, I, w I would really like to know if maybe the way they were portraying this type of event was respectful or mm. accurate in any way, because as we'll see later in the episode, these Peruvian soldiers, hmm. well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, a bit of history Cultur lesson, yeah. a, a, a culture Cult lesson, cultural knowledge being, being bequeathed. <laughs> Here, it's a good thing. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> so, to recap, Sky is talking about how it's cool that Peruvians are coming together yep. for the first time in decades. Yeah, love that. And yeah, she's unity. You know, she is anarchist. Oh, I yeah. think <laughs> she is. She's but, totally an anarchist, but like not in the violent way she wants. Just people to run their own lives. Freedom. Yeah. Imagine that. Weird. Well, I mean, anarchy isn't about, like, violence and every man for himself. It's just like, yeah. I don't know, no gods, no masters. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's, okay. not it's not necessarily no government. It's more just like, we don't want people in authority over us mm -hmm. that we haven't consented to. Right. That's basically the idea. And that's what Sky wants. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I keep losing my notes. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, because we keep digressing into different things, but that's cool. It's true. We do. I like it. It's all good. Yeah. So, Sky says, yeah, the whole coming together for a common cause yeah. and going against the big guy and all that stuff yeah. is what the rising tide is all about. Mm -hmm. And she's like hesitant to say it because she knows it's going to yeah. piss Ward off. <laughs> yeah, because she, she doesn't want to see his hate face. <laughs> I don't want to see your hate face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she, um, yeah, she's talking about how, I lost my train of thought. Dang it. It was right there. I had a good one, too. Damn it. Anyway. Um, Feel free to interrupt me yeah. when it comes to you. <laughs> when it pops in, back into my head. Dang it. Anyway. Well, Sky tells Ward, the I work alone guy. Uh-huh. She says to him, you know, one person doesn't always have the solution. But a hundred people with one person the solution. Yeah. That's great. That's, it's yeah, it's a beautiful you're thing. Solving the puzzle. Yeah, and I love the way she said that. Yeah, she said, "The pieces solving the puzzle." 
I love that. I think that's just such a very admirable, admirable, admiral, geez. admiral, <laughs> admirable sentiment. It really is. Yeah. That is what, you know, yeah. unions and organizing is all about. Yeah. It's the pieces of the puzzle working together for a common goal, a common good goal. Exactly. <clears throat> Love it. And I, I think we can apply that to all aspects <laughs> of life. Yeah. Um, you know, my current therapist just said something that really stuck with me where she, there's things that she learned while getting her master's that mm -hmm. she doesn't agree with and that uh, she believes more therapists should try to be intersection intersectional mm -hmm. and incorporate kind of grassroots organizing into their work so that they can be able to work with multiple different clients from oh, okay. different backgrounds because huh. the same advice and guidance isn't going to work for everybody. Uh -huh. The advice you might typically give as a therapist may not work if you're a black person yeah. or if you're gay yeah. or if you have a disability, mm -hmm. which is why a lot of people are really criticizing CBT mm -hmm. because depending on who you're trying to give it to, it can come off as gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really important to have that social awareness uh, in any field you're working in. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fair. I mean, that makes sense. Um, well, and it's always situational with that kind of stuff, I would think. It every, definitely is. Yeah, everyone's struggles are going to be different in that type of thing. So, yeah, there has to be that awareness and, and a bit of empathy. Yeah, and you just got to... You got to learn to work with others. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they can give you a perspective that you never thought of before. Right. And that's what Sky is trying to teach Ward. But Ward just kind of says, well, I see the world differently. Yeah. Because I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like, but on that one, I feel like, I feel like May, who is an even better soldier than Ward would also see it more his way than her way. I think. Okay, so it's more, I'm a man who works in government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, soldier. You know, that type of, that whole thing. But he's an army dude. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't listen. <laughs> no. No. So, it is. I I like that Sky is still trying to like make an effort to mm -hmm. to to try to find a middle ground with him. She's just like, well, I've never been in a war zone until now. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like trying so hard to get along connect. with him. Yeah, she connect wants to with connect. Him. Find a, find common ground. Yeah, it's and he's well, he's very stoic. And basically a bit of a brick wall. Mm -hmm. And then she notices a wound on him. She's like, did you get shot? <laughs> <laughs> and he's all like, eh, it's skin deep. It's no big deal. And then she's like, did you get that protecting us? 
And he's still trying to work. So like, eh, it's not a big deal. Yeah, no big deal. He's doing that thing that men do when they get hurt. They mm. don't. They don't want to treat it. They don't want to go to a doctor. Or they don't want to do anything. <laughs> I mean, I don't like going to a doctor either unless I have to. Yeah. Because you know it costs yeah. money. Well, and it's yeah, and you know. Doctors aren't fun as a general rule. No, they're not very fun. Yeah. But, like, you get shot. I mean, yeah. You, you should probably get, get, get that, that looked at. <laughs> <laughs> you just get shot, yeah. You probably get that looked at. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you should check that out. <laughs> Does this look infected? <laughs> God. Oh. Yeah, Warren's mm. got just got that macho energy. He's just mm. like, I see the world differently because I'm a soldier. <laughs> and I got yeah. shot, but it's okay. It's not a big deal. Man. And I was trained to be the whole solution. Man. And they just keep adding more. <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. He's just making a lot of duck noises. <laughs> Just bitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he reminds me of. Hmm. Uh, he reminds me of. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if you really remember him because he's huh. kind of forgettable. But Riley in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Riley. Oh, okay. Now I was thinking of Doyle. Um, Riley. Which one was? I liked Doyle. Riley was... was the army dude that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes. I remember Riley. Jeez. Uh, jock energy. Yeah, definitely yeah. a lot of that going on. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Sky goes back to making fun of him. Yeah. Make she makes fun of all the shield lingo. Yeah. She was like, uh, oh eight four and all this shit. Oh eight four and May's gotta be on the stick and uh. And then she's all like, hackers have lingo too, but I'll keep up with yours or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and Warren's just like, we just can't seem to understand each other. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have that be my impression of him from now on. That's your word. That's your word impression. <laughs> that's my word voice. <laughs> so okay, sure, why not? <laughs> so now Coulson and Ray's are in Coulson's office. Uh-huh. And he is showing her his huge collection. Collection. <laughs> well played. Thank you. <laughs> Check out my collection. It's huge. <laughs> but no, he just collects all these little trinkets. Yes. That was completely innocent. We just made it terrible. So <laughs> Yeah, and she's just like, oh, Coulson, you sentimental, you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, you. And Coulson's just like, well, if everything around is changing so fast. Yeah. You need a few milestones, yeah. a few cornerstones, things that'll stay stable. Yeah. Yeah. Connected to your past. And Camilla does not agree with that sentiment. Mm. No, she's she just like, no, nah, I'm not a sentimental person. Yeah. But. Not a fan uh, of the past. But 
she does remind him about a certain work trip they took to, together, like, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Coulson is just like, Camilla, come on. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm reminiscing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't seem to recall working uh-huh. on that trip. Uh-huh. Brown chicken, brown cow. Wow, 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 wow. He's talking about sex. <laughs> Aw, oh, yeah. Go on, get yourself some there, Coulson. <laughs> so then, Ward and Sky are still kind of hanging out, and Ward is just like, here, pass me that bottle. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. And she's like, why? I mean, I'll give you the bottle, but... <laughs> yeah, you barely touched your, your nursing the way you have. And then that's when... Ward says to her, yeah, I'm not the only one. It's sus, because the soldiers are in that same room, and none of them are drinking the drinks that they asked for. Yeah, so it's like, that hmm. is weird. Hmm. Why aren't they drinking? They asked for drinks. Uh-huh. You would what? think, after asking for a drink, they would be drinking. Yeah, and after a firefight, yeah, give me a drink. But, nope. So, yeah, Camilla's totally, like, making the moves on Coulson. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's, like, totally trying to seduce him. Yep. (laughs) And she's just like, why don't we reminisce again? What Uh do you say? And Coulson's just like, I know what you're doing. I think you have about 20 seconds to eliminate May first, but uh, I think someone might beat you to it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's when Ward starts attacking the soldiers. Oh, yeah. Because they know that he knows, and it's a battle. And Ward's a good fighter. I'll give him that. Yeah. The boy can fight. And he's a little smarter than I gave him credit for. Yeah. Well, He was the one who caught on. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like military training. You know, situational awareness. You have to be aware of everything that's happening around you. At all times. You basically can't relax. No. Ever. That's not how it works. And Coulson and uh, Reyes are fighting. And um, everybody else gets captured. Yeah. And, I mean, Coulson is... Well, I I don't know if he's, like, that smart. Because he did just kind of get duped. But he did not fall for her seduction. Mm-hmm. He did catch on to that. Yeah, well, because it's different than her be- normal behavior. Because he's, he did say, I don't remember you being this direct ever. So yeah. it's like, something's different, something's sus. What's going on here? Yeah. And he so, knew. yeah, not right away, but he knew. Yeah, yeah he was distracted. Nah. Luckily, he snapped out of it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but not before there's a big old melee. Yeah. And then he's like, how could you? We were allies. Yeah. We have history. We have history. Yeah. And Reyes is just like, I, yeah, but then I saw your team. <laughs> yeah. So she thought she could take it over, but... <laughs> How's that working out? So... Fitz, Simmons, Ward, Sky, 
have all been captured. They are mm-hmm. handcuffed, and they're just sitting in a room. Yep. And Fitz is like, this is all my fault. I didn't you learn, learn Kung, Kung Fu. Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hits them, hits is just like, no, it's my fault for pressuring you into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I should have learned Kung Fu. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how much that would help in this situation, because mm. they all got captured, but yeah. Yeah. I just love that it was specifically Kung Fu that he should have learned. <laughs> I feel like maybe that lesson was offered to him at some time in his life, and he turned it down, because he's science. He's not a physical man. <laughs> He was just like, no, it's okay. Yeah. I'll just stay here with my chemistry set. <laughs> with my chemistry set, yes. Absolutely. So, so Ward tells them, hey, do you guys remember the Calvary? Huh. And they're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. studied it in the shield training or whatever, yeah. So whatever... The Calvary situation is mm-hmm. was so legendary that you have to study it when you join Shield. Yeah, I mean that's pretty impressive. Apparent, it must be like the blueprint for how a mission should go. Uh huh. Apparently. And and Ward tells him like it's May. May is the Calvary. <laughs> and then May is like in the same room. Turns uh-huh. out she's like, I told you not to call me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. And they're all panicking, mm-hmm. and they're just like, we don't know what to do. Like, we have no yeah. idea how to, like, get out of here. And Ward says, well, you only have to come up with part of the solution. Yeah. So uh-huh. he did learn something. He did learn. He learned from Sky. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh... So he's learning... Slowly. He's, yeah, he's getting it. But you know. he's getting it. It's only episode two. We'll see. So, Reyes knew the whole time that the 084 was a weapon. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yep. And basically she explains that after the fall of Hydra, a lot of Nazis went in hiding in Peru, which mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of Nazis fled to... A few countries South America, in South America. Yeah, yeah just yeah. South America in general. Yep. And so, like, there's just a whole party of neo-Nazis yeah. hanging out in South America. Great. Fun. <laughs> Jeez. Or not. <clears throat> so, Reyes basically wanted the 084 to help with this resistance and save her country. Yeah. And Coulson is just like, or rule it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's offering to work together. I will hand it to Coulson. Uh, even though he's working for this corrupt government, he seems to at least try to see yeah. where people are coming from and yeah. offer some sort of, you yeah. know, he offers help. <laughs> yeah, like treaty a solution of some sort something he's a good dude Nah, he's cool meanwhile the others are formulating a plan they're working as a team uh-huh yay 
And then uh, May just escapes out of her handcuffs. Oh, yeah. They, like, hear, like, a crunch, and they're like, what is that? (laughs) And then Ward's all her wrist. It's like she dislocated her wrist, I'm guessing, to get out of the handcuffs. It's like, ow! Jeez. Yeah, well. (laughs) She's a badass. Yeah, she is. (laughs) So she gets out, and... And then she beats a guy up. Yep. And they're all just looking at her shocked, like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, I would too. Oh, yeah. She's badass. Um, So that race is going around. Uh, Like, she's saying, 11 years ago, Coulson showed up with S.H.I.E.L.D., and he had these agents. And then now he has, like, this new team Mm. surrounded by young people carrying all these trinkets and all these sentimental Uh. shit. He's having a midlife crisis. <laughs> and then Coulson's like kind of under his breath. More like an afterlife crisis, but okay. <laughs> I love that he owns it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, In fact, he corrects her. He's just like, it's an afterlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, because he literally died. So it's an afterlife crisis. You know? You figure if you die, you can do whatever. I think I would probably have a crisis too if I died. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. You know, it, you know, he he died, and then he just realized life is short. I gotta yeah. have my little red Corvette. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, Lola. <laughs> and then Reyes is just like, admit it, you built this team to feel useful and needed. Oh uh, yeah, relevant. There might be some truth to that. Hmm? Possibly. I am excited to maybe see Coulson's character arc as uh-huh. the show goes on. I feel it's going to be pretty interesting. I'd like this to be explored a little more. Yeah. Agreed. You know, like, what is going through Coulson's mind in the aftermath of his death? Hmm. And then miraculously bring being brought back by Fury. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you do with that? I mean, what do you do with that? Your heart gets cleaved in two by an Asgardian spear, and you get brought back. How do you deal with that? I seem to recall another show made by Joss Whedon where the main character died and was brought back Hmm. and had to deal with the repercussions of that. Hmm. And it was very interesting. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, coming back from the dead has its consequences. I mean... In DC Universe, the Lazarus Pit, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. all that kind of, come on. Yeah, so if it's anything like those things, I imagine Coulson, well, first of all, like, being brought back from the dead yeah. and, like, being pulled back in yeah. to do saving the More world stuff. This. Yeah. Yeah, it's a When lot. you feel like you've done your part. Yeah, it's like, shouldn't I retire now? I would probably retire if I was brought back from the dead. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm done. Thanks. It's like, I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my life. Yeah, it's like, I literally gave it my all. Like, all of my all. So, yeah, no. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Alright, so I imagine Coulson might be going through a bit of a depression. Probably. And just, like... I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> mm, yeah, there you go. Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> you gotta make that noise 
now from now on, whenever a grumpy character talks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the team, they've come up with a plan and they agree to it and they're recapping. And then May rolls up with the car and she's like, you guys talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) And then she floors it, crashes through the lab, I'm guessing. And I'm sorry, May, that... (laughs) They all want to be crystal clear about what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And, but Sorry and, that they're actually working together. And see, that is that is that soldier in mindset that Ward has. But Ward's starting to come around to, from that whole working the other thing. Wow. So May's not there yet. Not there, no. So then cavalry. <gasps> Ooh, don't you dare. <laughs> well, we we got a siren. Oh, no! Run! <laughs> they're, they're coming for you. <laughs> because you said Calvary. That's what I get. See? That's what I get. Dang it. That'll teach me. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, okay, so where are we? I'm totally at a loss right Fitz, now. Fitz. He grabs a drone and flies it oh, out yeah. to the place. Oh, that's right. Through the hole and then... Yeah, like through the vent. Yeah, yeah. And then the higher-ups, like Colin, asking to confirm the change in course Uh with the plane and everything. And Reyes has a gun to Coulson's head, just like, Uh you better answer Uh or else. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I kill you. And then Coulson says, all good. Mm -hmm. And Fitz uses his drone to set off the 084. And this is where Coulson says it's going to be blue skies from here on out. And then the 084 explodes and a giant hole is blown Mm -hmm. into the plane. Ah, ah, my bus has a hole in it. So the 084 kind of disappears after that because it Mm. just exploded and everyone's looking for it. Simmons is the one to find it. Everyone else is just in battle. Uh, Coulson actually saves Camilla yeah. because she's about to fall out of the plane. Yeah, and he, he grabs her. Yeah, he grabs her and like ties her hand to a rail so that she doesn't fall out. Yeah. Coulson, you're just so cool like that. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I won't let her fall. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like, you just betrayed me. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> Die. Ah! Splat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I would probably feel bad if I did that. Yeah, you would. So, May is the one driving the plane, and there's a soldier trying to attack her, but she beats him easily because yeah. she's a May. badass like that. Yeah. And then, Sky like glances at the manual, the safety manual that she was given earlier. Yeah. And she gets the idea to grab the emergency flotation device Mm -hmm. and they use that to cover up the giant hole. Yeah. Which, yeah, which I was thinking about that and I was watching it and the physics of it, I don't think quite check out unless it's some kind of special shield raft because that would have got, I feel that that would have got sucked through the hole just like the people did. It's got to be a special shield. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's got to be a special thing. Yeah, in real life, that flotation device would also be gone. Yeah, <laughs> it would just go through the hole like everything else. But okay, it's fine. We'll just we'll just like 
we'll red herring that and say, oh, it's a shield special raft. Matsenberg over on our live says, oh, hey. hi, are you serious? About what? I don't know. Okay. Um, please elucidate. And we'll continue. I, I think I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I'm pretty serious. I can be serious. Why so serious? I mean, when we want to be. <laughs> <laughs> and also we're clowning, so that's fine. Um, yeah, uh, elaborate, please. Yeah, I want to hear more. Um, okay, so we're, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah the whole. I, I do want to ask you a question. If a giant hole was blown into a plane, yeah. would the seatbelt save you, or would the air pressure just rip all the seats out? That would depend on how high up you are. Um, I feel like, they, see, that's the only th other thing I was thinking about the raft. Depending on where they are, what their altitude is, because they, they were going into a dive, I could see it maybe creating some kind of a seal, but... If they're way up there, no, it would suck it through. I mean, it'll suck a human being through a pinhole when you're if you're up high enough. So it's just no, I it, it wouldn't. I don't think it would tear the seats out. It might tear you out of the seat belt in pieces, depending on how <laughs> how much pressure there is. It could be quite graphic, but um, that would be. That'd be interesting. Hmm. All right. I was just curious about that. Yeah. But whatever. It's a show. Yeah, it's a show. And yeah, the flotation yeah. device works, and they've made it out alive. Yeah. And Sky mentions to Ward, I read the safety pamphlet. <laughs> Ward's all, I think you might be the only one that did. <laughs> I mean, fair. All right. Cool. And so... The eight o the eight o four the o eight four is cooling and stable. Yeah. Well, that's that's definitely a very fragile device. Uh -huh. If all you got to do is fly a drone over it. Yeah, then it. I guess the electromagnetic field triggers it. I don't know. That's a little crazy. That's a little delicate, especially for something with that much power. Oh yeah. So they get to the slingshot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, basically the 084 is way too dangerous for anybody to possess. Yep. So they're getting rid of it. Yeah. They or so we think. Yeah. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. What's actually happening here? Are they actually getting rid of it? Who knows? It's S.H.I.E.L.D. They do some shady stuff. Mm, we'll see. So, Sky. Asks Coulson about Camilla. Hmm. She just straight up asked, Did you guys do it? <laughs> <laughs> you did it, didn't you? You did it. You did it. Yes, <laughs> Sky. Of course they did. It's obviously. so obvious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Coulson's not going to answer that. No, that's classified. <laughs> nope. He's just like, It's classified and walks away. <laughs> So, Ward admits to May that he's starting 
to warm up to Sky mm-hmm. being in Shield. Yeah. She's like, huh, I guess she's not so bad after all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I I guess she could make a good addition as long as she gets trained. Yeah. Still yeah. trying to play it cool. Oh, yeah. He was like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but she needs to be trained. Yeah. She needs a good, and Maisel, yeah, she needs a good SO. I guess I'm going to train her. And then looks right at Ward. He's all, uh, I guess I could do it. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about me, right? Someone who's good at an SO? <laughs> Which would be, because he's still fanning a little bit. So it's like. That would be the highest of compliments. Yeah, from, coming from her. From May. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, there you go. So and then uh, Fitz and Simmons come out with a cooler full of drinks. Hmm. They're about to sit outside, and they're offering everybody drinks, and they're just like, you're going to want to watch this. Yep. And Sky is just like, how much have you guys had to drink? <laughs> and Simmons is just like, well, come on. When you work in this field, you got to take yeah. the edge off from time to time. <laughs> I mean, fair. True. Yeah. And then... Uh, Coulson asks them, so whose idea was it to just set off the 084 to uh, mm-hmm. blow a hole in the blow plane, a hole basically, in the plane. yeah. And they're all kind of looking at each other, and they just say, it was everyone's idea. Yeah. And Coulson's cool with it. He's like, okay, good job. Or good work or something like that. Yeah, he's like, awesome, you guys figured it out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you worked as a team. Everything is awesome. And everything turned out good. Yeah. And so they watch the rocket that is supposedly carrying the 084 into mm-hmm. space. They watch it take off as they're drinking. Yep. That's when Sky gets a text from like a pager. Yeah. Very, looks heavily encrypted. Yeah. It's from someone in the Rising Tide. Mm hmm. They're about to enact a plan, and they ask what her status is, and she hesitates. She looks up, she looks at it, and then she looks at the group, and she messages back, I'm in. Yeah. Oh. Is she gonna betray S.H.I.E.L.D.? (gasps) Sus. No. No, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. She was already kind of like... Well, she was yeah. on the other side of it anyway. She's already, like, anti-establishment. Mm-hmm. She was, like, trying to go against them in, like, the very first episode. Yep. <laughs> this is not a shock at all. Nope. And then... But I guess we'll find out what happens with that in the next episode. We sure will. But not before uh, a little post credit scene. <laughs> yes. Nick Fury shows up! Yes. Yay! Yes, Samuel J. Yeah. Um, He's mad at Coulson. He is giving Coulson a reaming because he basically blew up a billion dollar plane. <laughs> yeah. He's like, six days. <laughs> it took you six days. <laughs> <laughs> to turn up whatever that, however much that plane is worth, into scrap. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much this costs? <laughs> Yeah, he's he's mad, and he's, but he's like, oh, all right, then fix it. Fix it! <laughs> like it was. Tell me about authority. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was great. Yeah, he's like they were acting under my authority. Talk to me about authority. <clears throat> <clears throat> and Randy. then, uh, and then he ends it with like, "Hey, keep an eye on that girl referring to Sky. Mm -hmm. She's a risk." Yep. And it's multiple people warning Coulson that Sky is a risk, and Coulson just says, "I know." Yeah. Yeah. And Fury's just like, you better know. <laughs> Tell me about Thority. <laughs> and he walks away. That was a great scene. It's like, yay! Because you have to see, you have to see Nick at least once in this thing. So yeah, you great have job. to. It also, Samuel Jackson just plays off that mm -hmm. pissed off boss so well. He does it really well. What's yeah. in your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> He's always been very good at it. Uh huh. <laughs> Just his noise. His, his noise. <laughs> his voice naturally <coughs> sounds like he's pissed all the time. Yeah, pretty much. He's got a voice of authority. Angry yeah. authority. Angry authority. <laughs> you don't want Fury mad at you. No, you don't. He'll fling proof. his eye patch Here's at the you. proof. Exhibit yeah. A. Don't do it. Yeah. Anyway. It, it, he's always, like, his, his voice always either sounds just pissed or annoyed. Yeah. That's kind of his deal. I like it. Cool. Yeah. It, it's hilarious. I and love it so much. For some reason, it works for him. I hope to see more cameos from Theory going forward in this show. He should always be a cameo appearance, because he's the coolest. And he runs S.H.I.E.L.D., so yeah. He really should have been, like... A recurring character. Oh, yeah. It, it wouldn't make sense, considering yeah. it's a show about S.H.I.E.L.D. And how tight he and Coulson are, too. It's true. So, there's that. Theory so. did save his life. Yeah. But I understand Samuel Jackson has better things to do with his time. That's true. He he was in, like, so many other projects like, around the same time as this. And I think he, he is still is. always working. He's always working. Good for him. That dude's in everything. Yeah, he is. Anyway, but that that's was the fun. episode... <laughs> It wraps up right there, and, well, we sure had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. This. And, uh, yeah, it was it's, it's so tempting to not keep watching. Mm -hmm. It's so tempting to keep watching it. Yeah, it's kind of tough to, to just, like, stop after an episode because you want to see what happens next, which is great. But, um... But alas. But we are going to stop and uh, take a break. Yep. Thank yeah. you all for tuning in. Next week is Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> no so recording for you. We're taking a break. Yep. We are taking a you break. You don't you don't get one yeah. next week. Sorry. But the week after We're back on it. We'll be episode three. That's right. We'll be back on it. And thank you so much for tuning in, listening to our rambling. It's a good time. And uh we'll see you. Stay conscious and stay nerdy.